All right. Well, I have some good news for you guys. Would you like to know what it is? Yes. It's that this no. episode is brought to you by Ubelink. <laughs> Uh, it's a free app in the app store with over 1,600 activities for your kids. Uh, it's spelled U-B-O-O-L-Y.com. Again, it's U-B-O-O-L-Y.com. Use the promo code turning this car around. You're going to save 20% off your next purchase. We're going to tell you all about Ubilee later in the show, and you're going to be very, very excited. I'm John Maltz. I'm Lex Friedman. I'm John Armstrong. Welcome to a special, not serious at all, summer recap edition of Turning This Car Around. Turn it and turn it and turn it. Okay. First of all, I, now, I know I told you now last the ladies, time, but uh, we seriously play a lot of jazz dance in this house. That's good. That's good. Every day. As you should. So I have Just Dance 4 and Just Dance 2014 on my Amazon wish list, mm-hmm. but I haven't yet purchased them. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is you want me or or Mr. Maltz to give, gift <laughs> yeah. you. I'm saying to watch you check watch Lex dance. Friedman's Amazon wish list and hook me up. Okay. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not going to do that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for some gift giving occasion for the kids. Then I'll get it. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, I just have to say this. I've driven successfully now in New York traffic. Uh, and when I say New York, I'm talking about the Cite people. Whoa. Were yeah. the kids in the car while you did it? Uh, yeah, we were doing a caravan situation. Um, uh, I had two in my car and the girlfriend had, she also had two in her vehicle. And I have to say, uh, of anybody that I've ever followed before where someone's like, hey, follow me and I'll get you there. I have to give mad props to my girlfriend. She is an amazing uh, leader leader yeah like especially you know when you're coming up to like the you know a major like either fdr or a bridge or whatever she's like doing the block moves it's it's awesome it's just awesome <laughs> the uh the move that lauren used to do in our caravanning days was if somebody got between us she would go so obscenely slow mm-hmm. that the person wouldn't just like move out of the lane to pass her but like would have as many middle fingers out the window as possible yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they would just be so offended. That's, but so my, my big question was when you were driving in the city with the kids in the car, were there any like uh, profanities that slipped in front of them? Shit was the big one. I did not drop any other language. Shit. <laughs> and then I would quickly say, oh, shoot, shoot, shoot. But I don't think my girls even, I didn't even phase them. There was not even a flinch. And actually, uh, you know, I've lived, I've driven in LA and San Francisco. Like I've driven on the 80 uh, in San Francisco, which is horrible uh, going out of the Bay Area. I've done that going in during, like I did a summer of that. So I know traffic. But when, when shit's flying around in the car, the, um, the Armstrong girls don't flinch. That's mm-hmm. what I think is the important takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> There's our title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a, by the way though the vacation has been stellar it's been a great vacation and really nice and the city driving was not that bad frankly i mean yeah sure it's you know busy segments or whatever but wasn't that bad so uh mr Moles, i had some follow-up for you before we jump into our uh, oh good okay. so you, well, bring it you, on. There it is. Are you back from your vacation? Are you back to your I am back. primary domicile? Did you, uh, I'm back, baby. I'm back. How many tears were shed as you abandoned the childhood home for the last time? Oh, God. Oh, so many. So many. I have I have deep feelings, Lex. I'm a, I'm a very, uh, there's a deep well of, of emotion within me. <laughs> and, uh, and I fell all the way into it, into the bottom. Mm-hmm. 
I, was it mostly like <laughs> as you were leaving, like hugging the parents, or was it like in the car on the way out? No, it was while I was there. Okay, it was usually like geez, the whole thing is so stupid. <laughs> we, 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 in the moment, <laughs> so like yeah, I mean, so like going down, I went down. There's woods behind my parents' house, so I went down to the woods and I went down to the stream that we used to dam up when I was a kid, and we would you know float boats in it and shit like that. And it's just like. That has an effect on me. Mm, I can see that because because I'm weak, I will not survive the robot apocalypse. Although I'll be first first up against the wall. You know, if if you could turn that moment being like so, you're having the emotional moment. What if you could turn that into rage against the robots? I think you would actually be <laughs> quite a killing machine. Yes. Well, if the robots were to uh, try to destroy that stream. Mm. Then yes, then I would be. Uh, I, I would Hulk out. Yeah. See, I'm. I could see that. <laughs> I could see you going full green, just <laughs> always angry. ripping robots <laughs> apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So it was. Uh, but it was. You know. It was. It was also nice. It's nice because I. I actually spent a bunch of time with my parents because Karen and Hank stayed there one night and then they went on to see Karen's parents. I caught up with them later, but I got to spend some time with my parents alone, which I haven't done in a long time, because, you know, Karen and Hank are almost always there when they're around, too. So, it was actually kind of good. Nice to finally be able to ditch those guys for a while. Yeah, right. The dead... (laughs) I didn't say it. I did not say it, because I don't mean it. (laughs) Um, But, no, just... Oh, come on. That's not... That's not not a horrible thing to say. No, not at all. It's good. You had some quality time. I approve. Yeah. I um Thanks. Good okay. <laughs> there seems to be also Lex some follow up that we need to discuss around both your pool heating and plumbing, <laughs> as well as uh, there seems to be a Brian surge uh, from the <laughs> listeners. I, I did see that some listeners said that they find any episode without a Brian mention <laughs> is a bad episode. A listener. Well, yeah. I, I had a I have a person who did not publicly say anything. Oh, but. Direct, got with me directly to say. Oh man, I gotta know who I I just hit the Brian episodes. I I will never be the same. (laughs) That's not saying (laughs) please keep mentioning Brian. That's a very different thing that that person is saying. That may be the opposite of that. For him, that is. So, uh, uh, yeah, may never be the same. See, for him, I think that's a good. That's actually good for him to say that. Okay. Um. The person who did that is the tour guide, uh, who took me, uh, who was the tour leader for my jaunt to the Faroe Islands. So Matthew Workman, who is oh. a podcaster himself, Faroe Islands podcast. Well, huh? that way he can make all of his trips to the Faroe Islands a tax deduction, I guess. Yes. Well, can Ooh, I deduct just dance? Since I'm, I can. I'm, I'm, you can. Yeah. I'm deducting fatherhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry about the it's like every penny I spend as a father I'm detecting. Man. Well, speaking of um vacations and spending money, because those two things definitely go hand mm-hmm. in hand. Mm-hmm. We um the Freedmans have planned a trip. Uh we're gonna go on a, a Disney cruise in December. Nice. Uh, no, in November. Mm. Uh, whatever. Robbers, just come to my house in the winter and you'll find it at some point. <laughs> right. But so at some point we're gonna go on a Disney cruise. Steal its pool. And steal the heater. It's we don't use it in the winter. <laughs> And uh, Lauren has decided we should not tell the kids. 
And she was saying, I don't tell the kids because then they're going to talk about it and not stop. Like, is it time to go on the cruise yet? And to me, like, I, I don't actually mind that thing. I know that is a parent thing. But for me, it's it wouldn't be too annoying because they would just be psyching themselves up for it nonstop. And then when it finally happened, like, oh, my God, it's here. The moment is arriving. We're on the Disney cruise we've spent the past three months talking about. I'm fine not telling them, too, is a lie that I just said on this podcast right. because it's killing me not right. to tell them. Right. Like cause Anya has asked a couple times, what's our vacation going to be like? Are we doing a vacation this year? We haven't done anything. I'm like, yeah, we'll definitely do a vacation this year. It's, uh, it's up in the air. And I just want to be like, guess what, bitches? Yeah. I probably wouldn't say bitches, <laughs> but I do want to yeah. tell them. You would throw some, and Yeah. That's probably I good. Can't. Not to do that. Uh, well, I, I can't tell them. I, here's the thing. I have to say this. So wait a minute. So wait, would you just wake them up that morning and tell them? That's the yeah. plan. Lauren's plan is, you know, we're going to say, hey, we all getting in the car. And then we're like, where are we going? And we're like, oh, hey, here we're at the airport. Why don't we go on a plane today? And then we're like, where are we going? And we're like, oh, we're going to Florida. And then we get to Florida. Like, oh, we're staying in a hotel in some random town in Florida for the night since mommy insists we have to go a day early, which is another Friedman family argument. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then hey, it's the next day. We're going to get on a giant boat now. And then they were like, oh, well, now we understand this boat is the vacation. Then they will get it. But that's her plan. It's like just a need to know basis of excitement. Uh, wow. I. I think that's an awesome thing. I mean, my parents, they, there was always, guess what? Mommy and daddy are getting divorced. <laughs> Here's a cruise. It wasn't a big fight over the, should we go a day early? Like, no, I was, no, no, I was just saying like, that would be a great way other to things announce. you can surprise your children with. There were, there were two things we debated on. One was, you know, do you go day of, or do you go day early? And I was in favor of day of, and I'm like, you know, if you miss the boat because of delays, you have a different adventure. It's how can we catch the boat? Cause you can do that, right? You can hustle to the next port. Um, but Lauren was like, no, that will ruin the vacation for me if we're there because I'll spend the rest, the, the remaining seven days just trying to catch my breath and calm down. Fine. And my big thing was I did not want to use one of the crappy Disney shuttles to get from the airport to the dock because they charge too much. And so Lauren thought we should rent a car. And I said, I don't even want to rent a car. Let's pay for a car service. It's only $30 more total to have a car service instead of renting. And I decided we were worth the extra $30. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, you are. And I'll Thanks. tell you, you believe. Right. You know what else? You know, that's is awesome. <laughs> When you do a car service, someone greets you with your name on a sign. Yes. And that's oh, awesome. Yeah. Kids love that. So that's money. Uh, we had a lot of luggage on this trip because it was a long trip. Like we, we'll, me and my children will we'll be in New York for two weeks. And so a lot of luggage. Right. And uh, yeah. Uh, you did the car, car service? service. And you know what? It wasn't that much more. I mean, in New York, you know, you're going to look at probably like 60 bucks to get somewhere. Minimum, right. minimum. And I think this was 85. And the, now, did you get your name on a handwritten sign, which is what you want? Or was it like iPad sign? Uh, handwritten. Actually, it was printed out uh, on, a, like a, with, on a piece of paper. Oh, like, like printer paper. Copy yeah, like, paper. Li like laser or inkjet printed, yeah. Right. Well, so was it like, was it a laser writer or was it an inkjet? Uh, I think it was the laser writer 120 uh, okay. with the ADB port <laughs> in effect. Uh, they had a USB adapter on. I don't know. Shit, dude. It looked awesome. All I know is that's, that that's great. I had a guy help me out to a parking lot with luggage. And that was fantastic. That was worth every penny. That's that's pretty it wasn't good. even the driver. It was yeah. just some guy who loves helping people. Yeah, he just, he's a helper. Wow. Yeah, no. I, I fully, Which, so I took my Alita to Disneyland back in 2010 rented a car dumb had to pay hotel parking stupid never even mm. touched the car parked it done oh yeah 
We went to Disneyland every day, nothing else. I thought, you know, maybe she's going to want to do the beach or somewhere else. Nope. All Disneyland all the time. So waste of money, waste of time. Next year, car service. The only thing cheaper, both ways cheaper. What I'm reminded of every time I do, I travel with children is how nice it is to travel without children. (laughs) (laughs) True. True. When I travel alone for work, you know, I can say I'll, I'll take an Uber home from the airport. And sometimes there's a slight risk there because I'm not in a huge city. I'm in New Jersey. So if you land at like midnight, there's maybe one Uber X driving around and the guy who chooses to drive around New Jersey at midnight in the Uber X is not <laughs> always the most stable individual. Right. Um, and I'm not going to, is put, it new? Yeah. Is it Newark? Oh yeah, totally. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's where we flew in and out of <laughs> the man. What a mess that place is. <laughs> My favorite thing is uh, I'm terrible at directions, which we may have discussed on the show in the past. And so New York is perfect for you. My most recent trip back, I, I used UberX, and the guy's like, so how do I get to this address that you gave me? And I'm like, I didn't want to just say, I don't know, because I didn't know. Like, I would have to GPS, and I just wanted him to GPS. I'm like, oh, uh, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm visiting my sister. Oh, my which God. Was yes, I remember this. And, you said this. So then, yeah, you had mentioned yeah, this I mentioned day. on my, my own show. Mm-hmm. And so then it turned out, as we got closer, like, you know, I think I've been here before. I must have picked up your brother-in-law here before. But no, it was me. It was me he had picked up there before. Sure. Pretty great. <laughs> you look just yeah. like your brother-in-law, though. Apparently, there's a twin situation. Yeah, that's a, yeah, right. That that'll happen sometimes. Your your twin brother-in-laws. How about that? How does that work? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, <laughs> there's been TV shows about it. It happens. They're yeah, <laughs> they're identical, identical brother-in-laws. I think it's brothers-in-law. Brothers-in-law. Sure. The brothers-in-law. You're, right. You're right. They're identical. Way to show me up. I've never seen the show in, that we're parodying though. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't make it onto the Saturday Night Live main was show. That, uh, shot, was that Sean Astin's mother? <laughs> I think that's right. You're going to have to forgive me. I don't have my pop screen today, so there's a lot of wind. There's a lot of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our special guest today is Darth yeah. Vader. Have, did we mention and, what uh, the hell the show is about, by the way, now that we're 18 hours into the show? Something, yeah. It's about whatever we want today. We decided we were going to talk about... Uh, but... Yes. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say well, communicating with kids and anxiety. There we go. go ahead, that's that's what I was going to say. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Communicating with your kids. <laughs> okay. I, let me just weigh in on the Disneyland thing or the Disney whatever thing. So uh, my girlfriend did that with her two uh, girls and her ex when they took them on a Disney cruise. They just showed up to the boat and were like, this is where we're going. And the kids freaked out. Amazing response. Awesome. Like over the top. Fantastic. So I think the response is kind of worth not telling them because it's a super surprise and they oh, yeah. always I, remember it. They'll always remember that. Well, that, that's plus like you, that. plus you can film it and become a YouTube sensation. Right. <laughs> and there's, but there's so many surprise moments. I don't know. Like, do you film it when you're getting film the airport? Okay. You hire a camera person. To <laughs> wipe out the iPhone before you go. Yeah, clean it off. <laughs> film, film weird Uber guy surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh is it you or your brother-in-law sir it's both it's both of us today hey kids guess what daddy's two people <laughs> daddy's schizophrenic oh man yeah so i my vote don't tell him until the end that's what lauren wants that's what we're gonna do we're not gonna tell him 
you know, I know it's bros before or whatever, but I'm going to have to side with your, your missus on this one. I, I appreciate you both times avoiding saying ho in reference. Yeah. To that. that was nice. <laughs> it's bros before, you know, women you're married whatever to. Whatever the other thing is. I forget what the other thing bros is. Bros before line. <laughs> little help here. Look, I'm trying to set a good example for my daughters. You know, they're going to be saying that shit in like two years. So I'm just trying to keep it as non-real as I can. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, listen, while we're keeping it non-real, yes. I want to hear what Mr. Molt has to say about uh, anxiety. Because huh? uh, I'm not sure what he means. But before he does, let's do one thing that is totally uh, anxiety-free. And that's an ad read. Uh, I want to talk to our <laughs> listeners about Ubily. And I spelled it for you before. I'm going to spell it for you again. U-B-O-O-L-Y. Ubily. It's a free app in the iOS app store with over 1,600 activities for your kids. They add new activities every week, and they automatically show up over Wi-Fi. Uh, my, they, they also make a device that you can stick your iPhone in, and it's like, hey, now you have a stuffed animal with the iPhone being the stuffed animal's face. And so you don't need the stuffed animal to make this toy awesome, but it makes it awesomer, no question. So when you're using the Ubily app, it's got voice recognition built in. So it asks you questions, it listens to your answers, it understands what you're saying, and it's, it's magical, it's personalized. It'll learn about what your child likes, and uh, if you use it the way I do, it'll learn what you like. Um, they've got what they call parent helper packs, teeth brushing, bedtime stories, clean your room, where the evil is like, hey, we'll play more after you put six more toys away. And it's like, it's real, that's a terrible impression, by the way, of what the Ubly voice is. Um, <laughs> but my kids are obsessed. The very first time they tried it, they couldn't believe it. When I showed them that there was a, it was, they were, they were as excited as if they were going on a Disney cruise. But when I showed them the, uh, when I showed them the doll that you could put the iPhone in, they just, they, they, my goodness, they could not believe the ingenuity behind this invention. Um, so it's, you know, it is an iPhone game, but what they write here is we focus on real world adventures and active play. We want to prevent kids from turning into screen zombies. So just the way that I'm, I'm comfortable with the kids playing a lot of just dance and they have to dance around. I'm comfortable with them playing with the Ubily because it's like, Hey, jump over me and throw me in the air and clap three times. And so it's, it's having them do actual stuff, not just stare nonstop at the screen. So all that would be great. You could just go to Ubily.com. You could go to the app store, get the Ubily app and you'd be thrilled, but you can buy extra stuff, these extra packs and the dolls and all this stuff at Ubily.com, U-B-O-O-L-Y.com. And if you put in the promo code, turning this car around, all one word, turning this car around, you're going to get 20% off your next purchase, whatever you buy there. Uh, have, I mean, have, have your kids played with the Ubilees yet? Okay, that silence is the answer I needed. Nice. You've both been traveling, I understand. Uh, yes. Take it from me, I have three kids, and I have three kids who enjoyed the Ubilee. And uh, they, um, it is the number one thing that they want to play uh, every time it's iPad day, which is Saturday and Sunday in my house. So they, they rush to get the Ubilee, and then they play it on their iPads, and then a couple of times they're like, could we have the Ubily doll and an iPhone? And so I actually give them an iPod touch and they get the Ubily doll and like all three of them can play with it at once. And it's, it's a, it's a wonderful thing. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Is there a put on your goddamn shoes and socks, uh, helper? <laughs> um, <laughs> it wouldn't say goddamn. Oh yeah. Um, I guess it wouldn't. Right. That's good to know. It's good to know. I'm good. Right. Yeah. yeah. They, friendly. They, it's not you. Right. It's not you when you're driving. They've had some editors who went through very explicitly <laughs> to make sure that it does not. They took out all the goddamns because parents built it <laughs> and had lots of goddamns and worse. Right. But then, since it's family friendly, they got all that stuff out of there. Great. That's great. But so 
<laughs> go to ubly.com, get the doll. They make it in orange, pink, and green. They're awesome. They're cheap to begin with. I mean, in terms of price, like it's not an expensive thing to get. It's like thirty bucks. Um, and if you uh, if you want one that fits the iPad or an Android tablet, you can get that too uh, for a little bit more. It's great. So you should go get it. Uh, it works for Android and iOS, and uh, it's awesome. So uh, don't forget to use the uh, turning this car around coupon code because why not save some money when you can? And it's ubly.com. U b o o l y. John Moltz, what has you so anxious all the freaking time? <laughs> Oh, everything. <laughs> Life. Why do you ask? Life, yeah. Asteroid collision. Well, when you said you wanted to talk about anxiety, what did you have in mind? Uh, I was Well, I was thinking about anxiety about your children, mm. like uh, worrying about them for their safety, worrying about them growing up, their future, and worrying about the world. Mm. The police state. And how the world, world, how the world will treat them. Do you... um? I, I, I don't know. Sometimes I have this fear where it's like, you know, there's so much crappy stuff happening. It's like, man, was it wrong that I brought these three kids into the world to deal with all this nonsense? Are you talking about that kind of thing? Yeah, well, that's, yeah, sure. Why not? But, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's depressing. part of it. There's been a lot of <laughs> bad news. Right? Anything really depressing is what I want to talk about. <laughs> well, so, I mean, this past week, Robin Williams dies. And yes. I, you know, I see the story while we're getting the kids into pajamas and i say to lauren oh my gosh robin williams dies and i'm just like who's robin williams and the reality is she hasn't seen anything that he's been in yet she hasn't even seen aladdin um but i was telling her you know he's a super funny actor or whatever and he's done all these things and i'll show you some of the stuff he did i told her about the movie mrs doubtfire because i think she'd really be into that one and jumanji and I was like, yeah, you know, it, it makes me sad because I really like this guy. I didn't get into also he killed himself and he battled various demons. Like I left to have those things, but I felt like since she had overheard it and she was, she's the oldest, you know, almost eight now. Um, and I, I went into a little bit of detail and told her about how it was sad to me and I didn't know him personally or anything, but whatever. And you know, that story I told her about, but like stories of Ferguson, don't get into, oh, don't get into that one. Yeah. So much. So the police state, the militarization of local police, uh, racism, uh, corrupt cops, possibly. Right. Uh, you want your kids not to fear the police. Right. And I think, yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess depending on their color. Right. Oh, <laughs> you want and, and, you know, you're I mean, you wrong. wish they wouldn't have to fear the right. police, I'm sure. And, but I would suspect that many people don't have much of a choice but to fear the police. Which is sad. Right. And I would imagine yeah. that if, if, you know, if we had, you know, uh, a black dad on this show, they would say, no, I have to teach my kids to be careful of the police. Right. And that's right. crazy. I, c I can't even imagine how horrible that is. It's yeah. just so awful. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I watched, there was a, the New York Times had an interesting, like, little video that they put together after the, what was it, Thursday, Wednesday night? The really bad night. Um, the really bad night, yeah. So, right. thurs, so Thursday they put this together. And... It was just, they, you know, talking to some of the people on the street and it was, it was just kind of amazing and sad to me how easy it was for this one guy to, to roll off the names of, you know, black people that have been killed by police. Right. And, and, you know, we don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't have that. <laughs> right. Right. That's nothing. I'll have a list of white people killed by the police in my head. Awful. Right. Well, uh, so we've been on vacation and so all this bad news has been sort of talked about in these little snippet conversations and the uh all the kids that are with us on vacation 
they're off in their own land. I mean, it's been, I mean, they're around, but it's not, but they're playing stuff, they're doing things. And I'm not sure any of them has picked up on any of the, the conversation about, you know, um, police over response or, you know, what are they going to do to fix this? Where's the leadership, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, oh my God, can you believe this? Like, here's this man who's suffering from depression and, and apparently, uh, early onset Parkinson's and he's super talented and funny and he's killed himself. And, you know, and then Lauren Bacall passed away also, but, um, my my wife is named after, by the way. Whoa. Oh my God. I I did not think that there would be any semblance of anybody even knowing. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> by the way, in case anyone's wondering how I broke the news to Lauren, uh, I said, hey, weren't you named after Lauren Bacall? Yes. Why? <laughs> She's dead. Oh, my She's God. Dead. That's awful. <laughs> so Lex really nailed it. You're a pro on the segue. Anyway, yeah. where are we having for dinner yeah. tonight? <laughs> You're a pro on the segue. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't even know. Like, I, I'm. And then you did. And then you did an ad read. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, honey, now that you know Lord McCall's dad, my my ten year old has seen a lot. Let me tell you about that. Yeah. <laughs> we're so we're sorry, Dave. A great place to log <laughs> how you're feeling right now. The pain and suffering. How about Squarespace? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Armstrong. You were saying? Yes. No, no, no. I was just saying my ten year old is is at the age where she she's starting to get interested in the the world around her, and why is this happening? Big mistake. You know, yeah. But I remember the same thing. That was my age of really Watergate was forced on me as a kid. But when I was 10, that was when I really started to look at the news, follow stories, see what was happening, try to understand. And I can see that in her too. And, but it's so interesting because we don't consume news uh, now like we did then. There's no really interesting, actually. There's no, and I think we've talked about this a little bit before how I wanted to get a subscription to the newspaper just so that she could pick it up and read it. And my, I would guess that that would never happen. I would subscribe yeah. and it just stack up yeah. and then we just feed it to her. Sure. We used to put CNN on in the kitchen every morning, CNN headline news. That was, what it was called back then. Yeah. And back when it was actual I, news. Well, debatable, well, but, but so, but not like, are they still now. talking about that? They're talking about that plane still. Yeah. But we, we were, they weren't looking for it when I was a kid though. Um, <laughs> which maybe they should have been. Uh, but I don't know, but you're right. Like I got my, my parents read the morning and evening newspaper every day Wow! and then they would have, like we'd have the news on during breakfast and my kids don't see any of that. And I follow the news pretty closely, but I do it all online and nobody's looking at my screen. Right. Except the NSA. Yeah. And FBI also. (laughs) Right. Aliens possibly. Um, yeah, I, there's, I don't know, John Maltz, you have a, a, an older child also. So is there is right. news does news factor? he's not no i mean he, you know if he, he overhears something sometimes he asks a question about it and we can't place that likes to play npr um on the radio in the kitchen in the morning but he doesn't really he more tries to avoid that than <laughs> is, is interested in it but every once in a while he'll catch he'll catch something in alaska he'll ask a question um <laughs> it's, it's funny you mentioned the radio because that was the other thing in the car it would always be KYW News Radio 1060. 
you give us 22 minutes, we'll give you the world. And so I heard tons of news. And like you would get yelled at if you talked during the news segments. Mm -hmm. Like you could talk during traffic and weather, but you talked during the news Mm -hmm. and there was serious trouble in the station wagon. Not acceptable. (laughs) Not acceptable. Well, serious trouble in the station. (laughs) I wrote it down. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you did. Uh, Recently, there's been you know, unrest in, uh, Gaza, Israel, Palestine, that like the, the Middle East hotspot of the, our lives. And my 10 year old was like, what is going on over there? And I was like, well, I have no idea. Yeah. First of all, I don't know. Second, (laughs) I'm not equipped to talk about it, but I can tell you what I learned in my liberal arts education, which is that, uh, three of the world's major religions kind of started in an area near, you know, in, what is now Israel. And there's a lot of dispute over land and property and holy sites. And it seems to be this kind of hotbed. And I said, you know, Israel didn't exist as a country uh, 50 years ago or 60 years ago. And so they're a relatively new country. The, The nation of Israel has been around forever because there's been Jews for thousands of years. And so there's been, you know, there hasn't been a, a recognized state until relatively recently and for a lot of people that causes issues and then there's you know there's a limited amount of space and so people are i tried to simplify it the best i could but you know how do you explain that to to a kid that's a really complex issue and you can also land on you know you could you could land on either side of that i don't know like maybe lex you're probably the closest to be able to say something about it because of your you know your upbringing and you're right. And I've, I mean, Dan, you're, and you have a sister, right? right? With, with like 27 kids or something. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's, I really thought you were going to go to an <laughs> analogy, count. right? I thought you were going to go to an analogy where it's like, you know how sometimes you and your sister both want the same toy. <laughs> I, I, I think I actually um, did go there at the end of the conversation. <laughs> and you know how you launch rockets at your sister right. and yeah. she retaliates by, and I mean, it's, I don't know. Uh, my kids know nothing of what's going on there, which I'm sure would be of great offense to various people who know and love me. Um, but I, they don't hear about it kind of by my choice. Um, Cause what the hell are they going to do with that knowledge? What good is it going to do right. right now? Mm-hmm. And I mean, if they asked about it, I would, I think answer the same way you did and talk about it. Like I could show them pictures of my, uh, my nephews um, looking up at the sky and rocket gazing, uh, which is what they do. Um, God. And, uh, you know, tell them about how when their other nephew, the one who has leukemia, goes to the hospital, sometimes his mom, my sister, has to pull over because the air raid sirens go off and they have to, like, go under the car. Oh, my God. Um, which he can barely do because he's got leukemia Jesus. and he can't move all that well. So it's exciting. Right. But, like, well, I don't want to tell them these things. Like, I don't, I mean, I read my sister's blog and I talk to my sister about these things. And I don't, I mean, I mean this not in the little sense, but I don't want to know it. <laughs> um so I definitely don't want to talk to them about it because I don't know an age appropriate way to tell them about it. I don't even know what an appropriate age is. I'm 33 and I don't want to know. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, like I, I, I wasn't <laughs> as young as I am compared to you geezers. I wasn't so young. I was in college uh, on September 11th, 2001, but I can't like when we have our next biggest equivalent thereof, whether it's, you know, terrorist related or something else, I don't know how to talk to kids about it. Yeah, I don't want to. I did, yeah, I didn't have kids on 9-11, yeah. so I didn't have to. I, I've had to retroactively talk about it. 
Yeah. Which is a little easier, right. I guess. But um still super weird though. Yeah. 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 Particularly that. I mean that's uh, how do you explain that? And how do you explain it in a way that doesn't make your kid like Success. like me afraid to get well, yeah, afraid to get on a plane the next time. Right. Mm-hmm. And actually that that leads to a question I, I genuinely have for you guys, which is um how do you feel about stranger danger? <laughs> Um, I am very scared of strangers for myself or for other people. So, because I mean, the, the popular thing I think is to teach kids, you know, you should be wary and afraid and concerned of, about strangers. Like, don't talk to strangers, don't take candy from strangers, don't get in cars with strangers. I'm okay with those last two. Don't get candy from them and don't get in their cars. But I, I have a friend, and we talked about this at length. This friend and I, where he's taught his kids, you know, if anybody comes up to the house when you're playing outside. And they start to talk to you about anything. They say anything to you, turn around and run screaming to the house. And then I'll come out <laughs> with you and we'll talk to the person together. <laughs> and then like he talks about that. He tells me, I tell them this every week, every time they go outside to play, that's what I tell them. And then, you know, what happens three days later, three days ago, uh, the garbage man came. He's like, Hey, do you guys want to push the button in the garbage truck? I'm like, yeah. And they run over to the garbage truck to push the button. I'm like, what have I taught you guys? And I don't want my kids not to touch, trust the, I, I do want them not to touch the garbage. man. But I, want, I don't want them to not trust the garbage man. Um, like, I, I think it's okay. Uh, <laughs> I think it's. Oh, I, I would rather not teach them that they should be scared and worried about everybody they meet. Touch the garbage man. Yeah, I think. I think don't touch the garbage truck. That's good. I think that's good don't, advice. Yeah, yeah, unless you have you know protection. Uh, right. But I don't know. Like, <laughs> like on this vacation, um, my oldest she's she's been she learned how to ride a bike this summer. It's a big summer, nice. and um. So we were staying in a very quiet residential, like low traffic uh, neighborhood. And, you know, there, there weren't a lot of kids, but there were kids on bikes and she's 10. So, right. you know, okay, you can ride over there and you can ride over here by yourself. And I'm, I almost don't want to talk about this because I'm afraid of, the, of some backlash. However, I think it was time to have this moment where it was, she was like, well, I want to ride into town, which was two blocks away. And I said, great, you need to stay on the sidewalk. And if you need to get off your bike and walk it, do it. And don't bump people, look at, you know, stop at the intersections, look for traffic, which there was none. But um, so she did that and came back. That was a big deal for me. I was super anxious about that. Like I was playing all kinds of scenarios. However, oh, totally. Of course. Right. She's 10. It's time. Like she should be able to ride her bike somewhere. Like go, I'm going to ride my bike over here. I'm going to ride, not just, I'm going to ride my bike around in a circle or on the street back and forth. I'm going to ride to a place by myself. I do that all the time. Right. From age six on. And I don't think you deserve any backlash. Like, I mean. Yeah, I, I don't either. It's, it's, um, yeah, You'll get it's scary. It, but you don't it was it. super awesome. <laughs> I mean, to watch her come back and just the, the confidence and the smile on her face, the feeling of accomplishment was amazing. And I never thought I'd see, see it in that way where it was like, Hey, you can, I'll see you on a bike coming back from town. I never right. in my life uh, expected to see that or experience that. So it was and like, did she come back feeling super prideful? Oh yeah. Like, like she made her accomplishment, it. you know? So, and I honestly, because I've never learned to ride a bike, I truly did not get that feeling of like, I'm uh, independent and what? I can do, I can go like the world is big. I got that feeling when I got my license. What? Oh my God. What? what? Really? Yeah. No bike. Oh, wait. wait. Are we wanting that I never learned how to ride a bike? Yeah, what? That's true. 
I thought you guys already knew that. I thought I was going to just I did not know there. that. You're by far the weirdest one of us all. <laughs> I, 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 you know, the, the story that I tell is this, and I don't even know if it's like apocryphal or just like the memory of telling the story at this point or what, but my parents take me out on the bike to teach me and I fall down and I'm like, I don't want to learn how to bike. And they said, okay. Assuming that at some point I would say, okay, I'm ready to learn. And I yeah. never said it and they never said it. And I never learned. Uh, huh. We're, we're running into that problem. That issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it a problem? I don't know. I mean, I think it's a problem. I'm trying to convince him that he needs to learn how to ride. I mean, that he, it is in his interest to learn how to ride a bike because it creates a freedom that he will be able to use to his advantage at some point mm-hmm. to, to like, you know, when he's 13, go with friends to right. the store the and out corner shoplift right. stuff. Shoplift matches. Just to shoplift the hell out of it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Exactly <laughs> what we did. <laughs> right. Matches were my first shoplifting. But he, I don't know, for some reason he doesn't, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't seem interested. He, he said he had like a mild interest at the beginning of the summer, but he's, it has not did not follow through on it. Um, and he's, I don't think he would take him that long. My experience was, I learned a little bit late, but it was because my parents tr- tried to let my brothers teach me how. <laughs> and my brothers, <laughs> in their infinite wisdom, yes, uh, thought the best way was to take me to the hot top of a hill and push me oh down. Oh my God. <laughs> Horrible. Did you live? I lived, yes. Um, and But I did, I got, I got kind of banged up. And, you know, and eventually it just, I mean, all it took was my dad coming out for like, like an hour and running around with me, you know, you know, holding the seat. And then all of a sudden I look back and he's not, he's like, you know, well, so 20 yards, 20 yards behind me. And I didn't realize it. I was excited to hear that your older daughter, John Armstrong, uh, only learned recently cause she's 10, right? Yep. And Anya's seven and she's still very much rocking the training wheels. Mm-hmm. And I have several neighbors where they're like, no, we're just not going to allow our kids to use training wheels. And so their kids ride bikes and mine can't. Um, and I'm not really the best teacher, <laughs> not knowing how. Um, and so the, what I have, I've, I do what I always do, right? I read about it. How do you teach a kid to ride a bike? And what I've read is you're supposed to, that the, the smartest way now is you take the pedals off Yep. and you have them just ride around and get yes. the balance and then you put the pedals back on. But I don't know that I'm handy enough to take the pedals off. Uh, good on. crescent wrench, crescent wrench adjustable. You know, just one of those adjustable ones done. I yeah. Uh, but you have to be careful because one of the pedals may have a reverse thread. Oh man! So you might be actually tightening it when you're supposed to. So it's not righty tighty. It's it's got it. I understand. I'm with uh, you. I have to say, I did this. We did the pedals off. So I, for my ten year old, there is a history of, of bicycle wreckage uh, because I bought like a wooden when she was you know two or three. I bought a wooden bike that was one of those little like just push bikes that right. a toddler is supposed to play with which she didn't touch ever. Hey, let's go get on this bike. Nope, nope, nope. I want to read stories or I want to do this other thing or no, no, no. So finally, bike with training wheels. And it was a sweet bike too. And um, yeah, 10 seconds in, she turns too tight, training wheels wobble on a crack or whatever. She falls off, skins her knees, runs inside. Two years later, not touching the bike, you know, whatever it was like three years <laughs> finally she had a friend who was like why can't you ride bikes we need to go ride bikes and that's what did mm. it that is what did it. so friends would have fixed this for me that's yes that's what i was you missing needed some friends for, for for sale baby bike never yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so anyway, <laughs> to coda the story or to to happy ending it. Um, there was there was a <laughs> night. <laughs> Come on, molds. Where even I didn't go there. Where uh, where it was like I want to just. I want to do something. I'm like, okay, Lita, here's, you know, we, we gave her some money and said, go get dessert at the crazy overpriced store for everybody. And so in the bike, yeah, on the bike. And does she have a basket? No. Like, so she gonna so put dessert? the, the friend that she rode with had a basket. So there was, there was two oh, of okay. them that were kind of older and they wanted that. And man, I have to tell you, here's your money. Go figure it out. It was amazing. They were so it was just great to watch. And you you know, you're standing there watching these kids do something that you did. My mom sent me to the store all the time. Tab. Was it, was it important to you that there were older kids going with her? Like if it had been, can oh, I no, just take my, my bike my, and go to the Mine store? was the oldest. Oh, okay. Okay. So, and the thing was, is that, that, um, they had been taken up to do, to go into town by a grown up once mm-hmm. so they knew the lay of the land and this this little town was like the downtown is a block long and it's super mom and pop and the stores are like by appointment only some of them so it's like wow you know and there, there's minimal traffic so anyway so once they knew how to get into town it's and it sounds much more like it is super chill there it was a perfect place to do something <laughs> like this actually it's funny because i haven't done this yet we don't quite live close enough to send the kids to where maybe on a bike we could possibly but um, I, I was at the swim club a couple weekends ago and, uh, a friend's two daughters, uh, who are younger than my oldest, and younger than my middle. So like probably, uh, six and four, they had gone to the, the food stand at the pool to get some food by themselves. And they had money all crumbled up in their hands and they were ordering, uh, and it, it was horrible because they're like should they order the chocolate and then she sees and she's like no i don't want that could i please have vanilla instead and she definitely didn't say could i please have vanilla she said no i don't want that i want vanilla mm-hmm. instead and so the guy behind the counter is like uh, and he just dumps out the chocolate because you got to throw it away it's in a cone like you can't save it for the next person and uh then like the second kid tried to change their mind and since i knew them even though like I, I'm not super close with their parents, but since I knew them, I'm like, Oh, you know what, Jolie, we're going to have to just kind of stick with this one. Like he, he's got to give you this one or he gets in trouble. And the guy's like, Oh, thank you. Yeah. And then he gave me my ice cream for free. Um, <laughs> so he's still lost exactly the same amount of money overall. Yeah. Right. But, right. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I think that you're right with, with kids who can handle it. It makes total sense. Well, so uh, I think the, the, really the ending is that two, there's, there's two kind of things there. One is a parent. I let go, even though I was super anxious and like convinced, you know, there's like 14 chainsaw murderers <laughs> lurking at every point along the route. <laughs> it's a true glut of chainsaw murderers right. in Just, New York. These right. Days. Yeah. They're all everywhere. Flown really? in specifically on this route. Uh-huh. To They're like the Elmo's in, in uh, <clears throat> yeah. Times Square. Yeah. Uh, and also the Hello Kitty. Some of them were in fact dressed as Hello Kitty in my head. Um, <laughs> but um <laughs> the actual oh, the, the chainsaw murders. yes got it, got the it. chainsaw yeah. murders, yeah. uh but so there was that part of it right there's the me letting go and like accepting that this is this is something that is normal and needs to happen and it's okay and everyone's going to be okay right one two is for uh my daughter to have let her have this experience of independence and also making a decision she had to choose for everybody so there's not only just get getting to the store okay it was Here's a bunch of money. Figure it out. Wow, pretty cool. You need you need you need two things. You need a flat surface, mm-hmm. 
flat area and uh, a kid that wants to learn. Yes. And so you didn't even like, she doesn't have an iPhone or anything yet, right? She does actually. We, we, oh. her, her mother and I, and, and, but she did not have it with her. Oh, okay. So then, so she, she was truly off the grid wow. for you. I mean, come on, I could have jogged, you know, for 10 seconds and found her, but it, you know, like but she, she was not GPS at the right. moment though. She I'm wasn't saying. chipped. No, <laughs> there's no shipping. So I would, I would let my kids do a lot. I think ankle bracelet. Fine. Sure. Find my, Why not? Find my iPhone. <laughs> That's like, a, I, like, believe me, like an alien. I, had that Jammed. also like um let's see could i test sneaker iphone in there or something yeah. right um and the iphone is like strict usage we can talk about that in another show but there's like a whole contract and a situation there and she surrenders it every night and it's there's a lot of boundaries <laughs> you know usually when i say she surrenders it every night oh god totally we're talking about my 10 year old jesus don't go there <laughs> brian jr <laughs> brian yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't get your brian infused sickness into my life sorry man you know what you know what it is lex is really brian <laughs> <laughs> there is no brian that's really weird <laughs> so you're smelling your you're licking your oh, i don't even let's move on <laughs> <laughs> what a country you're good at yoga yeah we had a, we had a, uh we were in a hotel obviously well not obviously but we were in a hotel for part of a our trip and Hank got Hank got a reasonable amount of leverage in the ho- moving around in the hotel. Um, oh, like freedom to well, roam the oh, halls a little hey, bit. Hey, we're excuse me. We have these new phones, and they the message gets played through all of the phones. You know, my phones are so, doing that too. I have to. Um, oh, do you have change them? What what? Jesus oh, like a text Christ. or something, or no, like fancy cordless yeah, so, so phones that want to start ans- talking. To the you. answering, ma- the answering machine goes through. Yeah, and it also reads off the the number. Exactly. Call from. <laughs> I have muted our phones Except you can't. You know, half the things you can't read anyway because <laughs> they don't make any sense. But so, what kind of free range did Hank have in the hotel? Well, like uh, if we we were like I. Uh, in the pool and he needed to go to the bathroom and the bathroom was like inside, mm-hmm. you know, and around the corner and, you know, or, or like he wanted to go down the hall and get something out of the vending machine. Now, if we can go totally Louis CK on this for a second. Yes. Is there a time when you're a saying, you know what? I need to trust my kid more. I need to have them have those moments that Mr. Armstrong was describing, but it's also like, boy, I'd really like to keep sitting here and not take you into the bathroom. It's just like, to me, it's, it's <laughs> well, the it's confluence both. of those things. It's like, I want yes. you to have this milestone and I'd really like right. to just keep getting my sit on. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's always, it's always going to be both. And most often, sometimes it's, mo- it's, it's mo- more the second than the, yeah. cause you're waiting, you're waiting for the first thing you're waiting for that moment where it's okay, where it's a reasonable thing to let go. But, you know, the times when you just want them to go do something on their own. <laughs> yeah. So, right. yeah. I'm okay with but it. Particularly when it's not something that's fulfilled, you know, like not, you know, no longer fulfilled by taking them to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> All the magic has gone out of that. Well, um, I've learned a lot today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
There's a lot of hugging. Uh, can, can we hug? Is there hugging also today, or is it just? <laughs> no, there's no, there's no hugging. Oh, you know what? I'll give you, I'll give you one sad thing to end it because we should always end on a sad note. Uh, I've mentioned on the show before that Anya hates if I mention like butt or poop or any words related. Like she just hates it. So I do it as much in front of her as I can because mm-hmm. I'm a terrible person. Sierra sees that I enjoy torturing Anya with it. So Sierra loves and frequently tells me, Daddy, I love talking about farts and poop and butts. Like she loves it. <laughs> A couple days ago, some friends uh, impromptu stopped by the backyard. They're on the swing set, which they call the playground, which is hilarious. And they're all playing. And I'm like, Sierra, come here. Get your butt over here for a second. She comes up and she's like, don't say butt in front of my friends. You're embarrassing me. Oh. Now, no, she, none of the friends even heard it. And Sierra loves the word butt, but she was like, you cannot say butt in front of my friends. And uh, it was like a vision of things to come. And I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And then Lauren, I never mentioned it to Lauren, although I kept meaning to. And she did the same thing. She said butt in front of Sierra. And Sierra pulled her aside. She's like, no, no, this is not cool, mom. You do not say butt in front of my friends. Wow. Wow. So they just keep growing up. What a bitch. With boys, it's, it's them just coming over and saying button from you <laughs> with, his, with, his, with his friends. Yeah, with the CEO of Kodak or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Kodak's not the best company. IBM, I don't no, know. No. Yeah, right. Yeah. Morgan Stanley. Some stodgy old company. <laughs> I could have dinner with the CEO uh, of so, so We're trying to get to a real don't, place that's here. Not, yeah, you know, somewhere real. Yeah. <laughs> That might happen. Yeah. And listen, if Hank walks up to the CEO of Morgan Stanley and is like, hey, how's your butt? You know, the CEO of Morgan Stanley probably had sons at some point. Probably. probably. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Super well-behaved sons who would never do that. Right. Mm-hmm. At most, yeah. they talk about penis. <laughs> I'm not sure how that follows, but okay. <laughs> I'm not sure how it all ranks. I... <laughs> Uh, when you're the CEO there was a moment Stanley. on this trip when uh, I don't know what happened a flip a switch got flipped <laughs> and there was something that like all of a sudden Marlo decided to make fart noises on her arm really loud <laughs> <laughs> loudly just <laughs> and and also she got belch like your arm? best you know drinker you uh, any college friend you had that could drink and burp for six hours Mar- that's Marlo <laughs> and so this tiny little kid with this giant burp and we had to talk about excuse me, but it, you know, you need to say excuse me. Well, do you have to say excuse me if you do the arm fart or is that? Like, no, that's just, hey, 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 now is not the time. That's just stop. Yeah, when it, yeah. is the time for the arm fart? <laughs> when I'm not, well, when we're not at the dinner table, first of all, second of all. Uh, uh, dinner table arm fart, yeah, I didn't realize. And not right before dessert or after dessert immediately. You can wait to do that away from the dinner table. That's, if you want to do arm farting, you do it in the privacy of your room. Right, that's a home thing that we do in our, right. just with ourselves. One of many things. <laughs> that came out completely <laughs> wrong. I'm not uh, <clears throat> Man. Well, this episode's gonna, dark. Yeah, we're going to get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> <laughs>